Well, that only took uh, three hours to do an eight-minute tutorial. Thursday, April 21st, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Uh, thanks for joining me. This here is my daily audio blog, my audio digest that I publish Monday to Friday, talking about the uh, goings-on of a, uh, an expat here in Beijing, China. And the uh, various things that I get on up to, uh, most of which includes studying Mandarin Chinese and computer graphics. Now, I'm not actually a student as I uh, do work in the ESL industry, but in my spare time, I am uh, currently picking up the program After Effects. And it is a ball squincher. It is very complicated. It's lots of stuff. <laughs> I say this because I'm looking, I've been working on this composition, um, which I guess if you saw it, you'd kind of be like, yeah, that's kind of neat. That's kind of cool. You know, how'd you do that? And if I told you how to do it, I mean, the you know, professional could do it in eight minutes. I would not know how to show you. Uh, it's just that complicated for me. It's not actually so. It's not so complicated. It's that I'm not used to the layout of uh, Adobe After Effects. And another thing that actually kind of bothers me about some of these professional, quote-unquote, professional apps is that the text is so small. I mean, it can't just be me and my eyesight and, you know, getting old. It's like, how do I change it so I can actually see all this stuff like I am leaning in to my my uh, monitor so much now part of it is because I'm using the, uh, the secondary monitor that I have uh, is not a very high resolution monitor whereas on my MacBook Pro that screen yeah I mean it's it's very clear uh, to see things no matter what they are and that's I think that's the um, what do you ever call them? The re... Whatever they, they called it. That, that that type of special Ma Apple um, screen that they put out a couple of years ago. And that you find out on a lot of the uh, uh, technology or the, a lot of devices that they have these days. So anyway, <laughs> I literally just figured out how to export the bloody thing. And that that's taken me about a half hour to figure out. Maybe, yeah, roughly. And you're kind of like, well, whoa, whoa, how can it take you that long to figure out how to export the, the thing? And I tell you, I don't know. It just wasn't set up the, the properly way. Like, where, where's the little button that says export? And then there's two different uh, ways to export things. And I'm thinking, why does it have to be this complicated? Motion isn't this complicated. Actually, it is because motion you can export itself or you can export through compressor, which is Apple's proprietary compression uh, program, similar to what Adobe has. Adobe has Media Composer, and, or you can just export directly from After Effects. Now, I couldn't get the After Effects render, export, render. For those of you who are not familiar with this term, rendering, so it means when you're doing computer graphics and you render something, it means that you compose it. You actually put it together and it spits out the animation so you can actually see what's going on. Previous to rendering, uh, your computer or the program will move very choppily. 
because uh, it's trying to figure out where all the little bits and pieces are supposed to be at the same time. Well, rendering solves that equation. It's almost like an unfinished mathematical equation pre-render. And then after you're done rendering, the mathematical equation is done. And you can now look at it all in uh, one go. Uh, and then once it's rendered out and outputted, the math equation becomes something that you can actually view outside of the program that you created in. In this case, it's After Effects. It's a bit confusing. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Unless you're going to get into uh, computer graphics, uh, don't think you'll ever really encounter these terms. I've said this term before, render, uh, to others, and they had no idea what I was talking about. And most people don't unless they deal with video editing specifically. If you're talking to um, musicians and like uh, those musical type of people, they would bounce their tracks, bounce their music, uh, which is the same as rendering. Uh, but, you know, if you say render to like a farmer, they're like, why do you want to cut it up? <laughs> and that's not what you're doing here. So a little bit different context context is key yeah three hours to uh, figure this uh, little tutorial out or this little composition but this is far better than the one that I created over the last two days because this one actually looks not bad and I'm surprised because he actually includes um, a, like a very quick snippet of what another guy did but he does it a lot quicker uh, and I think a lot neater a lot better uh, in that case so with these two uh, I mean the first one was absolute garbage it looks like it was the first attempt and the second one looks yeah, okay you're like okay yeah, you just you know looks like you're getting the hang of it slowly and that means now that two weeks after uh, purchasing a rental uh, for a monthly rental uh, I'm I've actually gotten around to figure out how some of it works it's gotten a little easier to move around, but again, yes, the, the text is so small. Although I understand that if you, you sh if you enlarge it, then you lose screen real estate. And that becomes an issue because then you're like, well, <laughs> now your, your preview window is so small and your timeline, the, the word timeline takes up, you know, a quarter of the screen. So... There's no room for the actual timeline itself, and the timeline is where you uh, do a lot of the uh, the editing of uh, the pacing of your videos. So I continue on with this. Uh, it's a, a program that is, I mean, if I knew the shortcuts, it'd be a little bit easier. One thing I've noticed here, uh, the stark contrast between this and Apple Motion is that uh, this After Effects hides a lot more stuff, and you do need to know uh, the uh, keyboard shortcuts. Shortcuts, for example, I mean you can find a lot of this stuff if you click through enough of it, but knowing the shortcut shortcuts will speed up your uh, workflow, your production uh, quite quickly. Uh, one example, two examples that comes to mind is like getting shortcuts for keyframes. Uh, so you press U, the keyboard uh, letter U for that, and you can cycle through the key available keyframes that you see. Uh, scale, you press S. Rotation, you press R. Now, 
if you press one of these and are trying to lay down keyframes along the way, you have to bounce between them. And I don't know how to line them all up right away on, you know, just in the timeline so I can see them all at once. This is something like in, in motion, it's uh, pretty clear how to do this right away. Uh, but here in After Effects, it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit more hidden. So if I knew the uh, more of the keyboard shortcuts, things would be a little bit faster. Uh, knowing how to export this thing, it would save my save a little bit more uh, aggravation. I did finally get it exported by using the Adobe Media Encoder, but then that's a separate program that's running on my uh, computer now. Uh, I keep it's not running too hot, but this program, like Motion, can make my computer run quite hot. The other thing I've noticed in the three weeks or two weeks that I've had this program installed, all of a sudden, my computer is pinwheeling more. Specifically, it pinwheels a lot more when I'm trying to use Chrome. Now, I did update Chrome today. I also shut down uh, another um, window another uh, like a, yeah another window full of tabs so I shut that down in an effort to uh, avoid the pinwheeling but even still Chrome is pinwheeling sometimes the computer pinwheels I might have to go get this thing take, uh, taken a look at at the store uh, as the battery issue uh, hasn't gone away so we'll see and the other thing with all this uh, computer graphics stuff um, that might solve the battery issue is that if I upgraded to I'm on Catalina right now. What's the latest one? Monterey. I skipped Big Sur, Big Sur, Big Sur. And I think they're on Monterey right now. And if I did that, uh, there are actually several new features that are available for Final Cut Pro and Apple Motion that are look pretty cool. So uh, that would help things a little bit quicker, especially in Final, uh, Final Cut Pro. It has an isolation. Make a louder, louder engine. Why don't you? <sighs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, not as loud as the Lamborghinis that rip by. The the Ferraris are a little bit quieter, but the Lambos, uh, those are loudo. Uh, and the Porsches, the, um, the straight exhaust Porsches that like to rip around. I don't know why they do that. I know the why, why they do it. But, I mean. Ah. Bothers me. Old man me says, Ugh. right. Anyway, the uh, the neat little feature from Final Cut Pro is a voice isolation. And it's an AI-powered sort of um, isolation feature for uh, vocals. So if you are in a noisy cafe or something, it will analyze the sound file and cut out the noise and only focus on the, the target voices whatever it is the focus is of uh your your clip seems kind of neat <laughs> could save me a lot of trouble i mean it, it's not perfect it doesn't have to you can hear slight distortions a little bit but i don't know if you're making cheap podcasts not that mine's po uh, a cheap podcast i'm saying that if you were to be creating such sort of stock podcast material it might be an idea to uh work with that or something along those lines All right we'll see i dread updating anything uh, i've gotten to a point where actually i think i'm in an 
I don't have any major projects that I'm in the middle of. So if I were to lose anything, I think it would be it wouldn't be a major loss. And even the projects that I haven't finished, you know what? I haven't finished them yet. Maybe I could just start them again and get them done faster anyway. Right. Anyway, passport application uh, has been filled out. I got my references. I have an appointment for Monday. Uh, so I have to go to the embassy, I think, in uh, Dongjimin uh, to see them and also make a payment, uh, which I'm going to try to pay through WeChat and Alipay, simply because I get paid in renminbi. I don't really want to be using a credit card uh, if I don't have to, right? It just saves me that hassle of racking up a credit card debt that I then have to transfer money from China to Canada to pay off. So uh, wish me luck on the uh, passport application We'll see. I guess the big question is whether or not they accept the um, the passport photos. Uh, only because my beard is a bit longer. I've been saying that I'm going to grow this thing out, and I realized, you know, for the next five years, I got to look at this. Uh, what a time! I should have got. I should have done this months ago. I should have got it done back in like November uh, when I last had my beard trimmed, really sort of short sort of thing. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> Back then, I still had nine months left on it. You know, why would you renew so early? Nine months is a long time. Well, okay, now we're getting up to six months uh, before less than six months, then it's uh, uh, that it expires. So it's uh, it is kind of uh, cutting cutting it close in terms of um, renewal times uh, and everything. So yeah, I'm gonna get it done. Monday is the day I go in. And give them my, I guess it's a thousand renminbi, $190 for the five year uh, passport uh, validity. I'm not getting the 10 year. The last time I got a 10 year, I only used it for four uh, before I had to get it replaced. So, not doing that. Learn my lesson. I guess the 10 years uh, validities are for people who don't travel very much or who travel a lot once or twice a year <laughs> and that way they just want to they don't want to deal with the hassle of going through the passport application and there's no real threat of losing the thing whereas five years is kind of like you know what don't know <laughs> I, I, I don't know it just seems yeah maybe, maybe i'm wrong on that one i could be um but yeah i'm not shelling out a 10-year like it's i think it's another 70 dollars, so it'd be 270 canadian or 1500 renminbi or something along those lines 1400 whatever the conversion is times by five basically uh and i i, nah, I, I don't need it um in five years i'd probably need a new passport anyway because it's going to be all banged up and hopefully i'm able to travel a little bit more in the next five years wouldn't that be nice to fill it up with some passport stamps rather than Nothing. <laughs> uh, so we'll get that done on Monday. One neat thing I found on my hard drive from five years ago. 2022, 2017. Yeah, five years ago is actually a picture that I took to apply for my current job. <laughs> a lot of people have actually, uh, a lot of my colleagues have seen this picture and they've commented how much I've lost, uh, how much weight I've lost in that time. And this picture 
I remember I remember taking it because it was in my uh, parents' house at the time back in Canada, and uh, almost similar to how I am now. I had a dress shirt on, a tie. I put a blazer on, but I didn't have any pants on. I was still wearing underwear, but I had no pants. I was squatting up against the wall because I had to get the uh, the camera on a tripod and a, a completely white background. So there is me doing the squat exercise against the wall. I took the picture like that, and then I sent it in, um, which, like, I just wear a dress shirt. Now, I don't have to wear pants for my home working. I mean, I say this, but, I mean, I do wear pants anyway. I don't have to, but I do in an, in an effort to maintain some semblance of professionalism. But honestly, home workers, how many of you are wearing pants when you're working at home and you're not going to see anybody of any consequence, right? <laughs> I know because I've heard the stories. Anyway, so I've seen this uh, this picture, and I'm thinking back to that time, uh, post uh, or pre, all the last two year COVID and stuff like that. Back then, I was like 94 kilos. Right now, this morning I tipped the scales at about 79 or something. Right, 78.8, uh, and so that's a loss of uh, 16 kilograms, uh, 16 kilos, 35 pounds. That's that's a substantial amount of weight. Now, back then, I've, I've reiterated this so many times, I, I think I've lost track of it. Back then, I was lifting heavy. I was eating heavy. I wasn't eating properly, to tell you the truth. I was just shoveling in everything, and I was lifting as much as I could. I remember I topped out uh, my deadlift that year was 170 kilos. So it was like 330, 340 pounds, somewhere around there. I managed to squat my body weight plus five. So I think I squatted 100 kilos once and 95 kilos twice. And that was the only time I've ever ever been able to do that. Um, And then squatting, sorry, I bench pressed 95 and 100. I deadlifted 170 and I squatted 120. What did I... I can't remember what the rows were, and I can't remember the overhead press. Uh, but those are sort of your your five main uh, bulking exercises. That if you just work on those, uh, you do an A B sort of circuit every week. That was what I was I was following the strong strong lifts five by five, or the five by five strong lifts um, exercise regimen. But I wasn't eating properly, and so I was getting I was eating I was taking in way too much fat. I was also drinking quite a bit in terms of beers and everything. Uh, so that was just unnecessary carbs, a lot of water weight that I was taking in. Not like now where I'm not eating that same way. I'm eating far less and I'm working out twice a day now. I don't even know how that started happening. Um, you know, running twice a day, doing a lot of kettlebell stuff. Uh, and it's a lot more full body workouts a lot more transverse plane. So your transverse plane is like between your shoulders and your hips, basically, and it makes an X uh, through your body. And that's where, you know, if you ever have, people say you have to strengthen your core. It's not just strengthening your core. It's strengthening the muscles on the reverse, like on your back as well. Uh, and then also making sure that your hamstrings and your adductors and abductors are all loose and strong. And if you do that, that back pain that you're feeling that will start disappearing. So I've looked at a lot more, um, paid a, a lot more attention to my nutrition, a lot more attention to my health and fitness over 
the last five years especially. The other reason that I stopped lifting so heavy was because it wasn't sustainable uh, given the new job requirements that we had. We were traveling all the time. We were out, sometimes I'd be out of town four or five days a week uh, and not all the gyms that we'd see or go to uh, would have the necessary equipment to to deadlift 170 kilos or to bench press 100 pound, uh, 100 kilos, right? And so I, I, I did make the decision. I'm like, okay, if that's the case, then uh, I'm going to stop lifting heavy. I mean, I don't, I don't need the the ability to lift a small car. I'm not going into the uh, strongman competitions or anything like that. Instead, I'd want to slim down. And I'd want to be more functional. Specifically, I wanted my hip movement back. <laughs> uh, years of drumming apparently destroyed my uh, hamstrings and my uh, mobility. So that was one thing that I had to actually start focusing on a couple years ago. And that's what COVID sort of pushed me to do. Is like, I'm, I'm not going to get fat. I got to work on my hip mobility. So this picture from five years ago, it, it's still on my ID card, my ID badge. And people see it, and then they look at my face, and they go, holy sh... What happened? Well, that's what what happens when you focus on your health a little bit more. You stop eating so much, and you don't try to lift small cars and uh, and things like that. One thing that did grow was my beard. (laughs) As I'm uh, growing out my beard, it's pretty substantial. Um, it's, It's getting longer. And I probably, yeah, I'm going to try to keep this growing until probably September. After which, I think there might be a great reset of uh, the beard on my face. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, it's it's an emotional decision. I know. So Some people, most people probably won't care. But for me, it's kind of like, you know how long it takes? I don't really want to go through that whole grungy phase of like do you do you have a job sort of you know when that facial hair comes in but it's too wispy to actually look like anything that and i haven't seen my my bare face in a very long time i'll i'll be, I'll be honest one of the reasons i grew up my uh, uh a beard was because not just because i ran out of shaving cream because i was getting fat my chin was getting fat and i had a double chin and everything i was like you know what easier just to grow a beard <laughs> so i did uh, I did manage to get some Chinese done today, which was good because I finally finished the first read-through of all of the texts in the Chinese books. So the HSK 5 books, all of the texts, like the, there's a primary text and a secondary text, I've read them all. They're all done. I've read through them once. Next, uh, I did work on some of my uh, character writing using Scritter. I'm actually getting a little bit more climatized, accustomed to the APP, and it is a little bit more helpful because of the feature that it doesn't give me any hints unless I ask for them. And so I'm reviewing a lot of these characters that, although I know the words, I don't know how to write the characters. And this is, again, preparing for this test in two months' time that uh, I'm not going to have the assistance of being able to just look up a character. I need to be able to think the formulaic language, fill in the blanks, and write down the characters for the words and the ideas that I'm thinking, which sounds very simple, but when you're dealing with a, a, a language of emojis, which emoji is which sound phoneme, and which phoneme is the proper one that matches your meaning. 
because with a four-tone language, it's not Cantonese, which has nine, but Mandarin has four, I mean, you might have the tone, but you might be thinking of a different character, right? Right? Difficult. So, got that done. Made a list of uh, what I need to accomplish next. So, first read through done. Still have to write out the characters for chapters 1 to 16. I basically have to do all of the grammar and exercises from chapters 14 to 36. And then I also want to, at some point in the next two months, I have to go through the whole course again and write 100 characters about the topic at the end of the chapter. And if you if you're familiar with the HSK five books, you'll know that at the end of the at the end of the secondary reading, they pose this question: Well, what do you think about saving the environment? Write a hundred characters about your thoughts, and that's what I have to be able to do in the test. So that is going to be a big uh, uh, challenge for me. The other thing I have to do for these HSK five books, I also have to get through the workbooks, which I haven't touched because they were horribly defeating and disheartening because I was doing so bad on the practice tests. Busy day. Hope you guys are doing well. One more day in the work week. Uh, if you work a typical Monday to Friday week, if you don't, then it just keeps on going on. I work tomorrow, so it's more um, uh, shirt, dress shirt and tie and hopefully pants again tomorrow. Uh, and then I guess I have the weekend off as well, which is good because now that I got a bit more going with this After Effects business, hopefully I'll be able to work through it a little bit quicker. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to head over to my anchor.fm site, so it's anchor.fm backslash Steven Sersky. I actually made a new um, trailer for my uh, blog here, audio blog, so you can take a listen to that if you uh if you have the time, if not, head on over to stevensersky.com. That is where I keep the archive of all the show notes and the tracks of this here daily audio blog digest. Thanks for listening, folks. We will talk again on the last day of the week tomorrow. Bye-bye.